show was produced by Business Radio X, and I am Mark Galvin, your host. We are coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. We are so glad you are with us today. This is a, one of those experiments for those of you that have listened to the show often enough. You know, every once in a while... Our producer takes vacation time. We love giving our folks vacation. And so I'm running the the, uh, the graphics on the screen. Thank goodness we have the Business Radio X guys here running all of the video cameras because um, I wouldn't be able to do that also. This is an interesting time. We are, uh, let's see, a couple days ago, I think it was yesterday, the Fed raised the interest rate three quarters of a percent, which means they're trying to slow down the economy, which means... We as small business people have to be nimble. So we are glad you are here. You are here today. Our goal here on how's your presence is to help you do something to grow your business. So thank you for being here with us. If you just so you know, we put all of our shows on YouTube. We create a YouTube channel. You can go there, search for any of the topics that you're interested in, like SEO. Want to learn about SEO a little bit more? That's right in our YouTube channel. So go check that out. Wherever you are, please subscribe. Hit that subscribe button there on the bottom of the screen. We would love to let you know when we are live, and by subscribing, you'll get that information. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to get into public relations and marketing. And you know what? We may actually do public relations and social media. So you've got to stick around. We've got a great guest today to talk about all those wonderful topics. Now, just as a reminder, we want you to submit your questions. So if you have a question, throw it right on the screen. I got my computer in front of me. I will serve your questions right up to our guest. So who do we have for uh, who do we have here today? We've got Nancy Tao with Tao Communications. Nancy, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I am so glad you're here. You and I know each other from a couple of minutes ago, right? Exactly. Uh, well, yes. true. We met each other at um, Mad Italian. We did. One of my well, favorite time. spots for lunch. And it was raining, I think, that day, wasn't it? It was. You're right. <laughs> and we had a great and lunch. I didn't bring my umbrella, which is typical, but yeah. I think that was during COVID. <laughs> was it during, I think is it, I think we, we Is that why we were outside? I think so. Yes, we did meet outside. Yeah. we've met there again. We met there again. We have. Yeah, right. Well, Mad Italian, we just gave them a plug. We should charge but them But we that. met through a mutual connection we did through a networking group or something like that that's that is absolutely right uh don martin connected us and uh is don i have not talked to don in ages i really liked her yeah so shout out to don hashtag don martin we hope you're doing well so you're in pr yeah and i'm going to give you do a little highlight here who you are and what you do you are a pr professional i love that public relations professional fueled by creativity intention and natural ability and sometimes that natural ability may be in Chinese. We'll get to that. Uh, she communicates persuasively through a craft of a good story. And you have some mad word skills. I try. I try. I love that. <laughs> I didn't know this. That you spent 14 years with Accenture. That I is did. really cool. Yes. Yes. Um, I could talk about Accenture all I day long. Love, love them. Yeah. Were you with them when they went through their name change? I wasn't. Oh, so, so it was so after, after the that, name change. Yes. Um, you've worked with Whole Foods, Octagon, which you were VP of Marketing in China. Uh, that's my reference to speaking Chinese. You did some work with the Atlanta Committee for the Olympic Games and Fleischman Hillard. Who were they? So they are a PR, PR agency. That really? is really, that's where I uh, started my career. 
Um, and actually, they taught a course at my university. Okay, And that's good. how I really sort of fell in love with the notion of going into communications or public relations. So, that's very cool. Yes. All right, what college did you go to? What university? I went to University of Missouri. Missouri? Yes, I'm a Midwestern girl. Wow, here. fantastic. Absolutely, go Cards, Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. University of Missouri, aren't they the Tigers? They are. Okay. But I'm saying Missouri, but St. A- Louis. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going. <laughs> Not making any sense already. But it's, yes. it's all good. Yes. I love that. And uh, and, uh, and we like beating them. I mean, I, I think the Cardinals are a great team. You know the Braves are doing really well no, right I now. Know. Yeah. I know. Are you a Braves it's fan? It's all good. Uh, so the only time I go to the Braves game are when the Cardinals are in town. That's what it, that's and there's the more Cardinal be. fans in the stadium than there are Braves fans, for the record. Uh, and that's kind of story. So this week, <laughs> my son lives in Washington, D.C. Okay. And the Braves were in D.C. this week. And he said there were more Braves fans at Oh, really? The, at the Nationals? Is the, it the Nationals? Yeah, the yeah. Nationals aren't really good now. So I think it has something to do with it. Well, anyway, we should, we're not yes, here to talk about sports. Yeah, we love sports. That's fun. I would love to, I always love to start off with asking why people do what they do and your passion about your work. So kind of describe your, your PR space and why are you passionate about that? So, you know, that's interesting. And I've been doing this for a long time. So I think, you know, to be honest with you, it's really become sort of this love hate thing. I, I, I do it because I, it's kind of the only thing I know how to do. But so people always talk about, you know, you should be passionate about what you do in life and your work and you should love what you do. So, you know, again, I think it's love hate. I absolutely like what I do. Good. Um, absolutely. I think I'm good at what I do uh-huh. and usually are good you become good at something that you like right or absolutely right um but i will tell you what i am passionate about and what i do love are my clients and their work good and you get connected to your clients pretty you 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 develop a really strong relationship with them and i I know one of your clients and you i've seen you work in person so you get very engaged and it's it becomes a little bit more of a personal passion for you oh absolutely so yeah is that do you think that's a key to being really good at PR? Yes, it is. Absolutely. I mean, you have to know your client inside out. You have to know, you know, what they do in their organization, the brand that they represent inside out. And I really, truly believe, you, you know, as a PR, I'm a solo practitioner. So right. I have to, it's really important to me that I believe in not only the leadership behind the brand, but also the brand or the product or the service. So, so you know, it is easy to describe your brand, a brand, when you own it, when you're there all the time. How do you get to know a brand well when you are not sitting in that office or in that building or in that, or, or going to all the organ or the meetings they go to and all that? How do you do that? Yeah, so it obviously it takes time, but you know you ask a lot of questions, and when you're in um, PR, I mean you you are basically a spokesperson. Um, for that organization or for that brand. So at at any given time, um, I have to be able to speak on their behalf. I also um, help them speak on their own behalf. So I really, in many ways, I put words on their piece of paper and perhaps words in their mouths so that they can message their brand effectively and accurately and in an interesting way, right? So I think we, we, one of the questions was, you know, what is it that you do? So, you know, I'm really a personal storyteller. We all have a story. I think that's what I have on my website is, right. you know, everyone has a story. I'm here to help you tell it. So we all have a story. Some people have a have a knack at telling really long stories. 
Um, so my job is to help make those stories much more concise. Well, that's interesting. And much more interesting so that people listen and they don't turn off this podcast. Right. <laughs> so, and, and you really can't do that. You really can't tell that story unless you get to know your clients right. really right. well. Absolutely. I'm going to say I think some of that's personality. You've got to have a, a personality that I want you around. Yeah. Right? You know, I've got I've to want to spend time with you. And so do, in the PR space, is it important that you build a relationship with your client in a way that you're, you become almost like an extension of them, like family, yeah. if you will. Maybe that's too, maybe family's too much. But is that an important part of being successful? Yeah, definitely. And I think in any, you know, any business you have or when, you're, when you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, you know, developing that trust mm -hmm. with your clients and that credibility which again, that's what really PR is all about. Right. So that's why a lot of my clients come to me because they're looking for um, credibility, authenticity in those stories that they tell. And we were gonna talk about what is PR and if you wanna, you know, that's a really open-ended question. PR is different for uh, different organizations. It means it plays a different part, it plays a different role in your business depending on what your business is, your industry, obviously what your marketing PR objectives are. Um, but for the most part, you know, PR really helps with that credibility it does. factor. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. All right. So PR is really, and you and I were talking about this earlier, PR is, it's part of marketing. Right. It's an extension of the marketing, uh, of the marketing team. It's one of the spokes to marketing and, and it's, I think it's important to see that, but you're not marketing right you're not doing ad placement you're not buying ads or pay-per-click your effort is something totally different i'd love for you to kind of distinguish the difference between pr and traditional marketing sure so the the best way to explain it is pr really is earned media if you will versus let's say advertising so advertising you you pay for right so the great thing about advertising is that it's a sure thing mm -hmm. it's guaranteed you paid for that space, you paid for that billboard, you pay, paid for that TV commercial. Um, but we don't all have budgets. It's, you know, because it, it, there's a price tag to that. So yeah. to that guarantee, that mm -hmm. sure thing. Mm -hmm. um, we don't all have those budget budgets. I happen to, and I know a lot of the listeners are and watchers are small business owners. A right. lot of small business owners, including myself, we don't have huge budgets. Most of my, when I say, you know, one of the first questions, of course, a lot of business owners ask their potential clients is what do you have a budget what's your budget absolutely my clients never have budgets right <laughs> so but that's okay i still love them i still love them um they never have a budget so um so but but wait a minute yeah. i mean you say they don't have a budget but they are certainly um savvy enough to know they're putting money into hiring you to help them grow that credibility side of their marketing mix absolutely so they yeah. just haven't put that yes. budget number in the circle yes, yet right right, right. So that's the difference is that advertising you pay for, it's guaranteed. In PR, you earn it. So it's, it's my job and other PR professionals, it's our job to figure out how to convince editors, publishers, reporters that the story that our clients have is relevant. Right. It's newsworthy. And... Me opening up my donut shop doesn't always mean that's newsworthy. And that's now it's newsworthy to me because my donut shop took a lot of work, right? Right. 
but it takes a little more than it's, oh, who cares? You know, yawn. So if I were your PR person right, right now, yes. and you wanted me to get you on TV tomorrow. Over my donuts. Oh, on your donuts, because you have this donuts. new, and they're really good donuts. Yeah. And never mind that there's a lot of other donut shops in town, <laughs> but that's okay. Let's not talk me out of my donut love. <laughs> so to make that maybe more relevant or more newsworthy, I would say, how about putting a scoop of ice cream on top of your donut? Oh. Because why? Because it's really hot outside. I like so that. So what's a nice, cool treat on a day that feels like it's 107 degrees? I uh, I bet there are a lot of journalists trying to find a story on, it's hot out, right? right. You just you don't want to yeah. say it's hot. So if right. I can find ways, hey, here's way you can cool off. I like that. I was talking to my PR friend yesterday, in fact, when this heat wave, I guess, started at its start yesterday. It feels like it's been hot yeah, every day. That does feel um, like I think we peaked yesterday. So I, we were just fantasizing about these ideal PR clients that we wish we had right now, like a, an air conditioning company, right? a uh, water park, <laughs> you know, an ice cream shop. Right. So uh, I know easy pitches to I media. Know, I know an AC company, by the way. Yeah, we okay. we have to talk about yes, that. Yes, we should. Well, um, I think this is really interesting because I, PR is extremely valuable, and it, it's one of the reasons I have a lot of people reach out to us to be a guest on our show, just because it's part of that marketing mix. It's and and when you, frankly, I think when you're in that PR space. There's multiple legs to PR, right? So there's podcasting. There are uh, news gathering organizations. There's even business publications that will publish. Hey, you're, this business just opened up. So there, there are kind of all those things out there. Um, but the challenge is, is how do you develop that content? Um, how do you, what do you do when someone comes and say, okay, I, I need a PR person. How do you tease that apart? And maybe you have an example. Yep. So what I what I do initially again or ask a lot of questions. Okay. So people usually come to me and say, "Well, I need a PR person," or somebody will refer me a piece of business. They need a PR person. So my first my first question is always, you know, what are you doing currently? What marketing initiatives are you have oh, you wait done? A minute. So you're going to ask, okay, where are you on the marketing? Right, you know, right. so which are you, you doing social? PR? Have you written a press release, for example? Do you have any articles? Have you been featured in any media? Interesting. Right. Have you bought yep. any advertising? Um, that type of thing. What tools do you have to support your, if there's a sales team? So trying to, trying to just get at what they're already currently doing. Um, and that helps to start the conversation about what is PR for your organization specifically mm -hmm. to complement your and support your marketing sales objectives? And then having a conversation about how PR can help you. And maybe PR can't help you right now, but maybe PR can help you further down your marketing uh, spectrum journey. Um, the one good thing I will say, and I represent a lot of small business owners, right? a lot of women-owned businesses, that's good. kind of my niche. Um, although I don't discriminate. Um, <laughs> PR is actually, if it, I do have some clients who've done pretty much zero. Like they haven't done anything. Like they've launched a ask. Facebook page. Yeah, I was gonna they ask you. They do a little yeah. bit of social media. Okay. They may not even have a website, and but they but they have successful businesses. I mean, right. they're making money. There's, right. there's money in the bank, so that's mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. But PR is one of the, the, one of the things in your marketing mix that if you haven't done anything yet, it's a really good place to start. Okay, I think this is a good point. And I was going to ask you, do you find that most of your clients are 
you know, they've, they've checked all the other boxes and PR is last or is PR the first box they're checking. You are saying that this is probably a good place to start. If you've really done nothing or very little, it's a great place to start. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So you focus on small women businesses, it sounds like, is what is your is your niche. It's my niche, yes. And when when you start working with these small women businesses, what women-owned businesses, probably the right way to say that, where do you typically find is the best place for them to start? So for those women-owned businesses in the group, what are those kind of like? Here's one of the areas that they should look at first, if you will. In terms of uh, like a tactic? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's get granular. So That'd we'll be good. get granular. So something that I do that I, I stole from um, some famous marketing person out there, I forgot his name at the moment, is called an onlyness statement. So we go through this, and it's a branding. Did you say onlyness, like O N L Y. Onlyness. Okay. Yep. Rhymes with loneliness. Onlyness. Yes. So really, what it comes down to to get granular with my client and their brand is to understand what makes you the only, right? Huh. Because again, you're a donut shop, but you're not the only donut shop. Right. Right. Yeah, but I'm the only donut shop that puts ice cream on my donuts. Absolutely. So that's what we, that's really one of the very first things that I love to start with, yep. with my clients. And it's, it's tangible. It's a tactic. So they understand it. It's not this esoteric marketing PR strategy that I right. don't even understand. Right. Right. Um, and again, I'm, I'm talking to small business owners. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's a great place to start. And it's a really good foundation. It's an internal statement. So it's really like one, it's basically the who, what, when, why, and where of who you all are. All the W's, sure. All the W's, but what is more specifically, uniquely, all those W's? And what can you own yeah. out of, you know, all the other donut shops that the other donut shops don't have? So not everybody can do that. That's not easy. So you're going to help them with that. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's hugely valuable. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's really interesting in marketing. One of the things that you have to do is go upstream as far as, par, as, far as you can to figure out what the motivation is at why right. somebody would... Why somebody would buy a donut, right? right? Well, I buy donuts because I like to go them go to the donut store with my wife, and we sit and have coffee, and we have a conversation, and it's really about bonding with my wife, right? So there's my motivation. We have to figure those things out as owners, and you're going to help figure those things out. What is it that you are the only? Like you have, you have a cute little table over right. here that people could sit down and have donuts, and and they, they might connect. be the only donut shop in that specific neighborhood, mm, or okay. the only donut shop near a university, or you know. So there's there's a lot of onlys out there that are not so you know in your face, right? That and that's what PR people do. We 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 help you spin everything. I love that. So, well, I, and so for the record, you're doing such a great job because I have screwed up so many things over here on my side of the table. I didn't hit the I'm live button faster enough. Yeah, this is good. And I've got a note over on Mike. Mike's, thank God Mike's here. Um, we've got a few folks that I want to say, say hello here. So I'm going to read this to you on the screen. Um, Amanda Walker is watching and she shared. Um, and she is an artist, by the way. I do know Amanda. Uh, people are craving authenticity. Absolutely. Um, so it's important that I think that's a really important thing to remember to highlight. And Deborah Schwartz Griffin says, go Nancy. Oh, hi, Deborah. <laughs> so go, Nancy. That's a great way to, that's a good supporter right there. So one of the things I, I think would be interesting, and you and I, again, we talked about this earlier. 
there are three things that are really important to you is and in the PR side. And you said this is something you like to do. What are those three things that that you are the most important to your to your organization? So, what are your three most important points for um, your service? So, yeah, I don't I don't know if they're the most important. So, the three things that I like to cover mm-hmm. in this sort of conversation style. Let's just say my first meeting with a potential client, and even a client. Sure is again that question what are you doing Got in it. your marketing mix because marketing is more general and it is a, it's an umbrella that PR uh, somehow finds a space in right but people tend to understand marketing more than they do PR so I asked them that question what are you doing currently um, and then try to emphasize that PR is definitely a, a, an important part of that right. mix if you're not doing it already mm-hmm. Um, and then number two is um, once we start having that PR conversation, um, I start to explain why PR is important. Right. And it's definitely about that that authenticity and that credibility. It really helps with that because it's it's earned. We've earned that content that you out, have out there that gets published eventually, that gets that gets promoted on this podcast. That's right. on the front page of the paper. That's on a radio program or a TV show. That's earned content. So we've worked really hard together to get that story out there. We didn't pay for it. It's not a guarantee. So it's because of things that the business has done that gets them the opportunity to get that credible content. You shared a story with me earlier today about um, a salon. um, A beauty school. Beauty school. And I'd love for you to share that with our audience because I think that that's a really good example of the type of work you do. So this is a a really recent project, and I'm going to name it. It's the Elaine Sterling Institute, um, which is this amazing beauty school that's grown um, over the years. And um, I was called in to help them um, produce an open house. Okay. So they opened up um, a salon space. What's unique, and we did an onlyness statement, so one of their their unique... um, characteristics is that they are not only a 39,000 square foot campus that that teaches a, a very comprehensive curriculum within the beauty industry so hair makeup massage so this is not a small spot this is not a small okay <laughs> um but they started very small yeah um so i was asked to help them with the open house with this new space so they opened up a 12,000 square foot salon space but what I was getting at, what's unique about the school, not only are they this amazing school, but they also operate a full-service spa and salon. Oh, so on the premises. So, right. so, so that, it's a working right. learning center, so, so to yeah. speak. The why is so that their students get real hands-on experience. That's cool. Right? So I was asked to do the open house, so that's event planning, and I have an event plan- planning background. And also to do the PR, specifically about the opening of the new space. Okay. Right? So all good. Yeah. Um, Sounds exciting. I mean, you know, great. How is that newsworthy? Right. Exactly. So, you know, I don't really say that to my client (laughs) (laughs) right up front. That's not a good conversation starter. Um, But, you know, she 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 knows she's she's been around and she gets it. And and her story has been she has an amazing story. Her story has been told. It's been in the media. She's been in the AJC. She's been in all the magazines. So. As we started further down the path of planning her event, I asked her purposely because I was really looking for some more meat on those bones so that I could continue to tell her story. Mm -hmm. So kind of the next chapter of her story. 
because it's already been told. And again, sure. the opening of this new salon, it is beautiful. It took a year. It took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears through COVID. All of that stuff happened, right? But that's kind of an old story. People have told that story so many yeah, times I was, now. I mean, honestly, I mean, here's the thing. And this is where you probably you're challenged is the owner knows my story is interesting and but it may not be interesting to the world at right. large right. but it is still interesting right. it is very interesting so we got we so during the the planning process i asked her if she had a sort of a charity of choice or a cause that she liked to support okay and um she didn't she didn't necessarily although she she is very altruistic she's very involved in her community but she didn't really have one singular one and i said well as her pr person <laughs> um hint, hint, i wink, said wink, nudge nudge i said well it might be something you want to start yeah. to think about it and even long term now you have this beautiful campus mm-hmm. you know it's probably time and you're 15 years into this right so it's probably time to do that so she said great go find me one <laughs> love that so so we did and we landed on the Arts Bridge Foundation. The Arts Bridge, Bridge Foundation. Foundation. Okay. They Who are, are they? Because I've not heard yes, of them. Yes, I know. They are, they are a nonprofit, and they fund statewide um, programming for kids K through 12, okay. statewide. Wow. Um, to enrich their experiences and um, programming in performing arts. Oh, wow. So it's all about the performing arts. So they bring performing theater. arts theater okay. to the schools and bring the schools, the students on field trips to theaters. Interesting. Statewide. Wow. So that's what we picked. And one of the reasons. So what, hold on. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what does that have How to do you, with no, the beauty No, school? no, no. This is good. Why? How did you go from, okay, we got to find someone and you landed there. There's, I know. You ha- you're, there's something took, that teased that out. It what was took it? a long time because I will tell you, I so, you know, Elaine said go find me one i think the next week we brought her a list and she's like Mm-mm. none of okay. them really I and mean, they're all good they're all worthy yeah there was nothing right. wrong with them but it just wasn't and i agreed with her i just yeah. said yeah i know i just thought i'd just share them and see what your response was sometimes that's important though mm-hmm. right you got to mm-hmm. put options in front of these owners because yeah. they don't know what they don't know right you know they, they have a, they have something in mind but they don't they only know that that doesn't work go find something that right does. right yeah, okay so speaking of trust and those conversations you have with your clients and sort of that bonding period so right i her school is on the ground level of lennox square in buckhead okay. so one day we were leaving our meeting and we literally walked through the parking deck at lennox square and she was telling me a little bit about her life we were going to go check out something some roadside signage to make sure people knew where the school was um, because lennox square is large a little busy a little busy a lot of things um so during that during that walk and that conversation she mentioned to me that she studied theater oh which i never knew because one of the one of the things that's in her onlyness statement is that she is a student of she's a she's a beauty school graduate herself okay she's from she's from um south africa okay but in addition to studying um cosmetology she also studied theater wow and that's where I made the connection. And I just happened to know about ArtsBridge. And I and thought, this is it. Great. This so, might be it. So you Fast. reach out to them. She likes it. What did you do Fast with that? forward. Yeah. So we made the connection. She agreed to it. We made it a part of the the announcement of the opening. Okay. So ArtsBridge representatives were there. Oh, nice. Um, for the ribbon cutting. But, of course, since it's a beauty school, we don't just do ribbon cuttings. We do hair cuttings. <laughs> 
So we did a theatrical haircutting performance. Oh, cool. As an ode to Elaine. Yes. And her theater and her students. Her, I mean, so the other thing Elaine has told me is that what they really do every day at that school is theater. She also oh, said that to me. Oh, okay. So it all really just worked out. It was, a, it was, it added to the story. We definitely got the media's interest with this partnership. So did you find that... a was there like an A-B testing? Okay, we want to talk about this new opening and the all the you know media was like, yawn. And then you came back with this story and they said, we want that. So, yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yes and no. So, yeah. so we got through the opening, which was June 4th. Um, we did not, for example, she didn't come to me specifically and say, I want a story in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. But she absolutely deserves a story in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Sure. And they've written about her in the school before, but, you know, so, and I got, I just got, I got literally a thank you, but no thank you. Uh, and, you know, yep. went, went through, I, I send it to the educator. And there's nothing, I'm, I love the AJC. Yeah. I get it delivered on my front door every day. Um, but just no, 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 from education reporters to feature reporters to. Just, right. just wasn't fine. Right. Yeah. So we, because of this partnership, um, we decided to create another media event after the opening. Because again, okay. the opening really isn't front right. page news. So we, um, luckily, um, there are two state finalists that, this is something Artsbridge does. Every year they have a competition and they name a, a leading actress and a leading actor in a high school musical performance. Okay. So they just named them. Uh, oh. Coincidentally, and we did get lucky on this, the yep. timing, they're leaving for New York next week. Wow. For a national, so they are the state finalists representing Georgia. Cool. Going to perform on a Broadway theater in New yep. York City next wow. week. So they stopped by the school this week, and we did a whole students helping students. So the students of Elaine Sterling helped these students who are representing, who are about to be on the national stage, right, right to get them show ready. Wow. So we did a whole story, and there's an article in the AJC today. It's there. Oh, that is awesome. So well, we made it happen. That is yeah. real cool. And we are out of time. So I love that story. We got that. We, 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 we got able to squeeze in. it in. Yes, yes, in. this is good. Where do where can people find more information about you? So I do have a website. It's taucoms.com. T-A-O-C-O-M-M-S dot com. So those for you on the podcast, you can find that. If you're watching the video, it's right there on the screen. Nancy. Thanks for being here with You're us so today. You're so welcome, Mark. So appreciate you. Um, so, folks, we've got to wrap up the show because we're way over time here. Thanks for joining us here on How's Your E-Presence. This show is produced by E-Presence, which we are a social media company. And you can find our address at epresence.me. That's epresence.me because it's all about you. And we manage personal, company, social media. We also offer consulting and training. And by being a listener, a viewer of our show here, you can go right there to the link on the screen, e-pr.me slash listener, and you can take advantage of a 5% discount on all of our services. How's Your E-Presence is everywhere. We broadcast live each month here at Business Radio X on the third Thursday at 3, and you can listen to any of our shows 24-7 by going to businessradiox.com and selecting the Gwinnett Studio. You can also find us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Wherever you go on those spaces, please hit subscribe so you know when we go live. Uh, that's that. Okay, good. Our in-house producer is Mackenzie Munzer. She's on vacation. We miss her, as you can see from the show today. Our Business Radio X podcast 
crew is Mike Salmon and his protege, Connor Salmon, and newly inducted into the group, Jacob Woods. Thank you, gentlemen, for all your help. Until next time, for my guest, Nancy Powell. I'm Mark Galvin, and this has been How's Your E-Presence.